when you're in the thick of it, it almost feels like there's, there's no hope moving forward. That's how it can feel. Mm-hmm. Am I always going to feel like this? Am I always going to look in the mirror and not recognize myself? And then, you know, there is like somebody else made this, said this, not me, but like, it's not a cave. It's, it's a tunnel and there's a light at the end and just keep plowing forward and plowing forward. And I have to say, like at the other side, the sort of calmness that comes over and, and the security and knowledge of like who I am and is a much stronger place than it ever was like in my 20s and 30s. And so there's some real growth things happen through this period. And if we have an opportunity to talk about that more, I would always encourage women to do that. Welcome to the Badass Reset Club, a special place where if you've lost your way, girl, we're here to help guide you back. Those club doors are opened up wide so we can discuss all things fitness, nutrition, body composition, hormones, menopause, beauty, headspace, and more. Hey there, my name's Heather. I'm a fitness expert, nutrition coach, autoimmune athlete, mom of three pretty cool kids, and married to one handsome firefighter. I started this club because after years of over-exercising, under-fueling, gaining weight, dealing with Hashimoto's disease, and experiencing hormones gone crazy, I knew there had to be a better way. So come on in, badass. Let's hit that reset together. All right, what a treat for today. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Badass Reset Club, where we try to hit that reset as much as possible. And today I have someone who is going to be very helpful because she is a queen of all things, menopause information. Today we have Amanda Thieb on our show and she's a force of nature for women who are experiencing menopause and want to feel healthy and fit in their forties and well beyond. With over 20 years experience in the fitness industry, I told you she's a queen. She's highly regarded as an expert on women's fitness and health. She's a popular guest on podcasts, online summits, and she brings her refreshing humor and a no-nonsense approach to subjects usually shrouded in shame. And if you haven't checked her out on Instagram yet, you're going to need to go follow her for your daily dose of laughing and education. Amanda is continually giving inspirational and entertaining talks. She continually inspires the loyal readers of her website, Fit and Chips. She's also got a podcast with the same name. So after you're done listening to this one, head on over and check her out. Her exercise workouts and fitness tips have been featured on websites such as Shape, Prevention, Healthline, Global News Canada, Life Hacker, Breaking Muscle, and Girls Gone Strong. And she's a master trainer for Ultimate Sandbag. Her adoring fans and clients have called her a resilient bitch. (laughs) (laughs) With her inspiration. All righty. Welcome to the show, Amanda Thieb. I'm so glad that you um, were able to join us today. And I think that my listeners are going to fall in love with you because you are an awful lot like me with, um, we bring a little humor to the situation and we really want women to feel better and badass again. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Heather. I actually think that, well, humor is part of my um, nature anyway, but I, I often feel that when you deliver 
even complicated and sensitive topics with a little bit of humor, it can sort of take the tension out of it. And I never use humor to diminish anything, but I definitely use it because usually when you deliver information or knowledge with a tiny bit of humor, um, people remember it. Mm. You know, there's sort of like research on like how we different ways that we learn. And so um, even though like my story was um, exhausting and hard and I, I definitely try and look for those glimmers of having a little chuckle every now and again. And then I think women feel seen then, don't they? We feel real when other people. Yeah, absolutely. And I came across you. Um, well, I, I found you on Instagram and then I realized that you were connected with a good friend of mine who's also been on the show, Elizabeth Andrews. But I heard about you and your book and I went and got it right quick. You have a book called Menapocalypse, which first of all is maybe the best name ever for a book. But second of all, it is chock full of good information. And not only for women in menopause, but for women in perimenopause, because it's not it's not ever too early to start building up your toolbox. And I love all the things you share in your book. But so that our listeners kind of get a background for where you came in, will you share a little because you're you're symptoms that you went through were a little bit different than, um, you know, the common of what we hear. You had some really kind of scary stuff that you went through. And um, let's talk about what led you to bring this book to light. Yeah, it's interesting because, um, like you said, I've been in the fitness and wellness industry for decades, actually 30 years now. I think that because I mean, I started in my, I'm 52. I started it when I was like 18, 19, you know, like it, like a lot of us. And, um, you know, we learn about human physiology and nutrition and all of the exercise science and definitely felt like I was a really good person to turn to, to understand like how the human body operates, reacts, responds. And then in my 40s, I would say 42 was like the pivotal time that um, I started to feel different and unwell. Retrospectively, looking back, my last child was born when I was 38 and things were never quite the same after I had my child. But what happened is I started, um, I went, I'd been to a boxing class. I used to do martial arts and I just love like hitting heavy bags and yeah. that like adrenaline thing. And and it just is so much fun for me. And, and but sometimes you can work hard maybe a little bit too hard and you know that feeling when you've just pushed too much and then you get home and you you just wiped and you're just like oops I went to it was a bit too much well well that sort of happened but then I never sort of got better I just felt like icky and unwell for a couple of days and then it got better and then um I don't know how maybe a few more days or a couple of weeks I can't remember exactly um but it happened again and it happened again outside of doing this boxing class. And essentially what happened is I started to feel like my equilibrium was going. I felt like my my vision was going and I lost feeling in the right side of my face. And imagine like a claw coming across the side of your head and gripping into your eye socket and in my cheekbone and in my jaw. And then it like ran down the side of my um, body and my right hand would claw and I couldn't get it and I just was like what the hell's going on and then that would follow by losing my balance throwing up not being able to walk properly and I just was like oh my god what's happening I am a like I'm concerned now like I'm really concerned now so I went to my doctor I was in Canada at the time and he was like yeah let's get you let's get you checked out I'm going to refer you to a neurologist it's, there's something going on there 
And then that was me two years in the healthcare system in Canada. There was nothing that the neurologist or the ear, nose, throat doctor or the vestibular rehabilitation doctor or any of those tests that they did showed up. But I was not well. And it was to the point where like, I felt like saying, know my body. I know my body. This isn't what I'm supposed to be like. And then on top of that, um, I started to really struggle with depression. And it wasn't just because my situation was like depressing, waking up every morning, feeling like my body was failing me. But it was more that like I just started to enjoy life, like literally joy went. And I have got a huge personality, probably a bit like you. I love parties. I love people. I like meeting new people. I find life exciting. And it just all went. It all went and my it, my husband noticed, my kids noticed, my friends noticed, like everything was odd. And then this went on for years and years and years. And then essentially I went to a gynecologist two years later. So I was 44 and I'd been doing this for two years and hating waking up in the morning, like literally hating it because thinking I can't continue. Yeah. I just can't keep doing this. And then I went to a gynecologist about something else, like a routine checkup it was really. And then everything was fine. And as he was leaving, he just said, is everything okay? And I just started crying. And I was like, well, no, actually. And I couldn't really describe what was going on. And then he sat down. It was his lunchtime. He sat and ate his sandwich and he went, listen, this is perimenopause. This is what this is. 44. And, you know, you have you had any hot flashes? And I was like, hot flashes? What are you talking about? I was furious. I was like, I'm four. I am. 44 I'm too young babe I'm too young and also like my periods were the same actually Mm -hmm. my periods were only 21 days but that happened after my baby I'd had my baby and I thought this is the new me and actually just before I would get my period I always got a cold always the week before and then it went when I got my period and I was like things have been a bit icky but like this is my brain my brain like something's not right and he went just struggling with migraines with aura we know that this is um an issue that women have and the aura means you don't get the headache but you lose your vision and your equilibrium and vertigo was a terrible thing for me um and and that migraines would i would say out of 30 days a month i would have them 20 like it was brutal they never never got better and then he said and you're struggling with depression and i can help you and this is normal and then that sort of sent me down this um perimenopausal rabbit hole because at first I was quite relieved I saw my husband and was like phew I'm not like I don't have a brain tumor I'd been to ER for for this I'd driven the car and had to pull over on the side of the road because like the mountains were like closing in on me I was in the Rockies at the time and I thought god I don't want to crash the car with the kids in it it was really scary and um and then I was mad it was really mad because I just was like why did I not know about this and if I don't know about this someone who's been doing this for 20 30 years then Sharon next door is not going to know about it or Julie down the street is not going to know about it and so I did this article Heather and I just wrote about it saying does anyone else like is this the shit that nobody tells us about why is this the case and um and then it sort of like just evolved from there. I started doing the research and speaking to experts and gathering body of work. And, and ultimately, the book happened because I just thought, I want a book that I can I can read because a lot of the books out there are medical and they're too heavy or they're too dismissive and it's they mock menopause. And I want I want to write a book that your best mate gives you and goes, you just need to know about this. You need to know about this because it impacts every single woman and there's a huge knowledge gap and nobody's talking about it. Yeah. And I, I 
Thank you for sharing that. Uh, what a frightening time for you, especially someone mm-hmm. who's health focused, because you, I feel like we're dialed in a little, right, to how we normally feel. And I think too that this topic is really getting some momentum at the moment. It's got airtime now. It's having its moment, right? It is. Hello? It's having yeah. ten minutes. And um, the thing about it that I that I love about the book is we can be frank and we can talk about what women can experience. But it's more like, at least for, you know, I have a daughter I who's 24 and I, I don't want young women to fear this time. Yes, it's going to be a struggle for some. And yes, it's going to be hard. But the book with all the tools that we can use and the education, like, let's just make everybody aware of what's happening. You know, the people we live with, the people who will go through it too. <laughs> But everybody, everybody gets impacted by menopause. It really is. It really is. There are, there are five people that live in this house and I'll tell you, you and I are the same age and we are, yep. Everybody, even the dog, even the dog, (laughs) even the dog, we'll make it six, but (laughs) you know, it's, um, I don't want it to be fear mongering. I don't want it to be like young women are like, oh, I don't want to go through that. Yes. There's going to be struggles, but that's life. And, and the, what you give and offer with all of the, you know, the toolbox and the fitness and all of that, like we've got to get women at a younger age focused on how they're going to transition into perimenopause, how they're going to transition into menopause and beyond so that they can, you know, enjoy as much as possible. So the the whole conversation, like about our daughters and stuff like, so I have two boys and I actually think it's the same. My boys know about it. They are already ready and prepped, ready for, you know, their future partners, partners, daughters, nieces, whomever, right? But, you know, if we think about it, like perimenopause can start in our late 30s. And most women are living until they're in their 80s. We spend more of our adult life going through menopause because as soon as you go through it, you're menopausal for the rest of your life. There isn't like post-menopause is just a name for everything after your period stopped. You're in that state for most of your life. And when I spoke to my niece about this, she was really pissed off. She basically was like, why the hell don't I know anything about this? And I never talk about menopause in a way that's going to scare people. It's just like, you need to know about this. You need to know about this so that you um, are aware of this and you can be prepared. You can advocate for for yourself and you can have like agency over your body and you can make choice. But if you don't know what's happening, you can't make choice. If there's a knowledge gap with doctors, they can't help you if they don't know. It goes on and on and on. And yeah. so she was furious. And she said to me, you better get this sorted because if your generation doesn't, ours will. And isn't that the truth? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I I think your doctor was really genius too. Um, a sandwich and recognize <laughs> what was happening. I that was two years of- into seeing um, at least five other doctors. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a blessing right there that you got in with that doc. I hope that it's becoming a little more commonplace, but I, I still hear of the dismissive, um, you know, like doctors just saying, you know, like my clients will tell me that they're spoken to that way. Well, you're getting older and, and it's, it's, you know, it's the sweeping under the carpet. And I think that's bullshit because we really do need to look at the fact that your, um, your body's changing, you're going through things. And yeah, like that depression is real for some women. I have shared it before where, um, I love, love, love to get after life. I love to like go for bike rides and hikes with people. And, 
it happened a couple of years ago where I was sitting outside on a beautiful day and I just didn't, I had no like joy about it. And I couldn't figure out on a beautiful sunny day with, you know, someone asking me to go for an epic bike ride, why I didn't want to do it. I just felt meh. And that is, that's real. <laughs> when and, those- and, and then what's the first place you went to? You were like, what's wrong with me? Hold up for just a second. I want to take a moment to let you know this fall, oh, I've got exciting news. We are releasing our 12-week comprehensive coaching program. It's the Badass Reset Method. And my team has put together everything that you need for a massive transformation for fat loss, gaining lean muscle mass, regaining your energy, and much, much more. Figuring this all out on your own is tough. So we've put together everything that you need for success in our meal plans, our progressive workouts, our accountability, the one-on-one weekly coaching, all the education that you need so that going forward, you know how to hit your reset and feel badass again. Coaching spots for the badass reset method are super limited. So now's the time to get on the wait list. And even more better, we're opening the doors early August so you can get a jumpstart before we officially go live in September. All you got to do is hop over to heatheryancyfitness.com and get yourself on that wait list. One, two, three, four. Yeah, it's, it's blame. Women, women then just go, oh, it's me. Like, I'm the problem. And that's, I know I did. I bet you did. Like, um, and that, that feeling of desperate despair of like knowing that like, Actually, and I'm turning the tables on you. Did you did you feel Heather that you then like did this retrospective where you were like, mm. like I was like my I love my husband and my kids, even though I thought I you know even though they drive me crazy, and I like where I am in life, and um, so why do I feel like this? Yeah, and I even remember like talking to my husband about it, and I just was so meh, and I and I was like I don't understand what happened, like how I all of a sudden this is not Heather you know, I, I didn't know what to do with it, but I knew that like vocalizing it, that's kind of where I start. I don't hold. Yes. You have to. Yeah. Um, but then I did, I did worry about like what, what has shifted, what has changed. Was it the past couple of years that we've been in? I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it Mm. until I started reading and studying and learning more that that is my biology and it's, um, and it affects everything your mood, everything. So, and I think one of the, one of the myths that that like was busted for me, because I didn't know anything about this going in, like, and I'm talking 10 years ago now, Mm -hmm. right? So thankfully, I feel like a little bit more now. But one of the things I really didn't realize is how much perimenopause impacts the brain. In fact, it probably impacts the brain more than anywhere else. And we know estrogen is produced in mainly in the ovaries, right? But we also know that it um, impacts about 200 systems in our body, especially the brain. And so when you're talking about things like brain fog, anxiety, depression, vasomotor symptoms, vasomotor symptoms are, you will know this, but in case other people don't, hot flashes, cold flash, um, cold sweats. Um, night sweats, things that make you um, wake up in the night with insomnia. Um, and then down to like like real cognitive issues, like like forgetting people's names and words and and then mood swings, like crazy mood swings that just don't make sense. All of these things 
starting the brain. And you know, the other one that starts in as well as our fatigue, chronic fatigue, the way that it envelops us to the point, like sat on the sofa going, I, I, I don't even think I can make myself a cup of tea today. Like I'm beat, I'm born tired. You know, like even a nap or a good sleep won't get rid of. It all starts in the brain. Um, estrogen is an energy metabolizer. It, it impacts every area of our brain. And I'm part of a study with Dr. Lisa Moscone out of New York, and they're doing MRI scans where they look at women prior to perimenopause, you know, in our reproductive years, in perimenopause, and then in postmenopause. And men, and they're doing the comparison, and they see that the brain actually shrinks and adapts because we no longer need to be reproductive. So the the whole idea that our brain is shifting and changing shape um, makes a whole ton of sense to the depression and the migraines and all of the things that I went through and all of the things that you experienced and all the women that are listening to this. What we do know, though, and it's really important to give that light at the end of the tunnel, Heather, when, when we're yes, talking yes. about things, things that feel so desperate, is that um, the brain then has the ability to rebound, regrow and adapt using different neuropathways. And so that women in po- who are postmenopausal, a three to five year window afterwards, feel like things are back to normal. Mm-hmm. And, and I can put my hand up and say, that's me. Like, I really... I, I haven't struggled with depression. I've had some depressive episodes, but they've been, I've been able to recognize them and I'm completely on top of those now. I've told you I still have migraines. They aren't all the time now. They used to be all the time. They seem to be seasonal with me now. And so like there's some things that are different, but I am coping with them. I'm living a full, healthy life again. But not, But it might be because I have a knowledge base, right? I understand sort of what's happening, but the the the, the chronicness of these um, cognitive issues that happen in perimenopause can scare the bejesus out of women, and they're like, "I'm, I'm getting Alzheimer's. This is it." I'm, and we need to say right from the bat that menopause does not cause Alzheimer's. They're doing research on this right now. Our risk toler, our risk factors go up when we go through menopause, our risk that um, becomes that uh, about the same as men are slightly higher, but it doesn't mean you're going to get movements, right? And it can be so scary for women. And that's where bringing this full circle, the, the toolkit comes in, right? Because you and I live in the world of lifestyle. And to me, medicine and lifestyle have a place together, whether you're on hormone therapy or not. Yep. Um, you need to be doing whatever you can do so that when you're living this long life till we're in our 80s, potentially, mm-hmm. um, it's it's with quality, right? Yeah. And it's, it's in the most healthy way we can. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, going back to what we were talking about is starting this conversation as early as possible, when you can start to put on more muscle mass in your thirties. And when you can build your community and build, you know, all of these habits for, for good, healthy lifestyles, it seems that there's these connections too of going through those changes just a little more smoothly. Like the research is coming out that we can, we can transition a little more smoothly. Um, not perfectly, you know, nothing's going to be perfect. Nothing's textbook because everybody's going to be a little bit different, but, you know, still going back to your toolbox, you and I kind of have the same format for um, the things that are important, like your movement and and building muscle and the way that you fuel your body and getting your sleep, prioritizing all these pillars, you know, is what helps. Yeah, for sure. And then, 
making sure that you've got your support group, whether it be oh, your, your friends, right. all of that makes it a little bit better. One of the worst things um, that women experience, and I, I have a massive community, I think I have nearly 100,000 across platforms of women, and they reach out to me all the, the time, and, and I know they're desperate like to know what's going on, desperate for resources, desperate to know what they can do. is, And it's usually because they feel so alone. Right. And 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 that's I think the the power of community, right? The power of podcasts like this, where two women who have experienced something very similar can talk to one another and say, you know what, it was really, really tough, but opening up the conversation actually eases the burden somewhat. And you know, when you have access to knowledge and information and potentially to resources for medical as well. Your your burden is lessened for sure, and you would and and you were just saying then about you know like um, lean mass and how important it is and all of those things. And what I would say to that is like um, when you say things like that, women will go, well, it wasn't like that for me. And and so when we're talking in um, terms like this, anyone listening, no one never talking in absolute terms because, like you said, everybody is individual. Like so. I had lean body mass and I had all of these things, but my brain was really impacted by it. But what was really interesting is I never had vasomotor symptoms at all, right? So this is like the hot flashes called yeah. sweats, night sweats. And I um, and there's some some studies to show that starting in your 30s and having a decent amount of lean body mass can be helpful from in a cellular level to how we respond to our change in thermoregulatory system. Yeah. And why and why that might seem like, oh, that's good for you. You didn't have hot flashes, but hot flashes have got actual health implications for them. Women who have an excessive amount of hot flashes need to be um, seeing a medical doctor because there's impacts for our cardiovascular health and our brain health. And so if you can do anything preventatively, even if you feel like it's not making a difference, and I think that's the point of what I'm trying to say, even if you feel like, yeah, well, it didn't make any difference to me, maybe in the moment it didn't feel like it did. But when you chip away at these pillars of health, like you said, Heather, and you keep going at them, even if you feel like you're like throwing water uphill type thing, yeah. it, it impacts you. It impacts your overall health. It reduces the risk of disease. It helps with our future health. And so... I just want women to think that even if it feels like it's for naught, it isn't, it isn't just keep, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That consistency is key. And I was <laughs> like, perhaps you've experienced this too, you know, since you have your fitness background, I spent all of my forties still teaching group exercise classes. And now I'm more, um, I've, I've kind of gone away from that. I still will teach yoga. But I had, um, I have Hashimoto's. And so there's like a real fine line of, is this, is this my autoimmune or is this <laughs> menopause? Really well, hard it's to probably know. both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe the mountain of both, but I'm the girl who would be in front of my class teaching all through my forties and just deer in the headlights, not, you know, the thought is gone. The words are gone. Not like, yeah. I looked like an asshole for the better part of 10 years in front of people. <laughs> and I just always chalked it up to like, I'm a ding dong. Like I, you know, what am I doing? But I have a ding dong now. And I'm like, girl, give yourself some grace. That was, you know, a double. Yeah, but you know, but you know what, turning up and doing that, people see that. Right. And I think that that's the key to this showing that you can be vulnerable and honest. And even those of us that really prioritize or have been able to, 
um, our fitness and our health, you know, we have the resources and the time, et cetera, and the knowledge. Um, we struggle. We For really sure. struggle too. And so it's just um, sharing, sharing all of yeah. that and then let, letting people. I know that I had an Achilles injury that took um, well over a year to heal. And I talked about it on Instagram and I had so many people just saying, oh, thank you for talking about that, because it's almost as though we see these um, women out there and they seem completely invincible, but you're showing us that, you know, it's not the case, you know, and we, and, and we can struggle. Yeah. We'll make a pact to keep it real. We'll, we'll just keep it real. Keep it. Keeping it, keeping it real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did. Um, I did. I think in the last two weeks at teach a yoga class, I will, you can almost put money on it that I will forget some part of my sequence, you know, like I can fly through it. Great. And then we get to the other side of the body. Nobody cares. Oh, no, but I I now call it out and I, and I say, Hey, that's my um, brain fog. That's my menopause mind. And, and yes, men, you should hear this. I'll totally say class of like, this is normal. And I just look around of like, who's actually with it today. Oh, yep. I see them doing where we're supposed to be now. Thank you, so-and-so. It's so funny, yeah, I know. And people have you back, that's it. And I think it's one of those things that you're like, you're almost like scared to say the M word. But then once it's out, you're just like, "What? why was I so nervous? And why was I so like scared to be vulnerable? And, you know, I have a friend who is an executive in a a business in um, the UK and she is on hormone therapy and her hormone therapy is the transdermal patch Mm -hmm. and it's like on her thigh and she was in the middle of a presentation and she literally had a brain fart like she was like can't even remember where I was going with this thought and I literally can't remember what I'm talking about and I do this job day in and day out and there's a room full of men and a couple of women and she just said I'm having a menopausal moment hold on I need to just hit my power patch and she got she rubbed her uh estrogen patch and she went got it I've got it and she sort of made light of the moment and people just had a chuckle and she got on with her job and nobody thought any less of her and I just think that you know that's you don't have to do that but it's just an example of like it's like it's fine it's fine to talk about it right it's in in fact we should I think so too and I really appreciate you for taking stigma out of it and taking you know shame out of it it is what it is and we should be um we should be proud that we're at this stage of our lives because there are beautiful things that come along with it right that's one of the things that I think I really like the opportunity to talk about is because when you're in the thick of it and you've been in the thick of it too it almost feels like there's there's no hope moving forward. That's how it can feel. Mm-hmm. Am I always going to feel like this? Am I always going to look in the mirror and not recognize myself? And then, you know, there is like it's somebody else made this, said this, not me, but like it's not a cave. It's it's a tunnel, and there's a light at the end. And just keep plowing forward and plowing forward. And I have to say, like at the other side, that like the sort of calmness that comes over and and the security and knowledge of like who I am and is a much stronger place than it ever was like in my 20s and 30s and so there's some real growth things happen through this period and if we have an opportunity to talk about that more I would like I would always encourage women to do that because you know when we see women leadership roles being filled we see real huge improvement in in like right. the knowledge base and productivity and outcomes in businesses we have like these old in other cultures these old women in caves and tents smoking their pipes being sages and i just think there's a reason for that you know it's the western culture that doesn't really appreciate you know women as they go through this and they go into aging and they should mm-hmm. yeah keep we'll keep on the bullhorn 
Yeah. So, I, really, <laughs> I really appreciate your work. I appreciate you coming on here and taking time today and sharing. Um, I want everyone to go get your book, Menapocalypse. Do you have a recommendation of best place to find it? I know. Just wherever you want. I always try and say go to local bookshops, but it's been three years since it came out, so they might not be in there anymore. So Amazon's probably the place. My website's amandatheeb.com, and I sort of try and link to where you can get any resources, where you can find me, anything. So yeah, just head there. I'll link all that into the show notes too. I have one more question for you before we step off into your day. Um, What is the way that you hit your reset to feel badass again? What do you do? You know, I really like that you call it the reset because I feel like I've had to do it a couple of times. And I think that's a really important thing as well, because I got COVID when it was first popular in 2020. <laughs> but I had long COVID. I got long COVID oh. for like four months. And I was like, oh, so first of all, I get like perimenopause for eight years and then I get COVID for four months. And then I have an Achilles injury for a year. And I just felt like all I was doing was mourning and complaining and stuff. And and the hardest work for me each time there was in the brain was like, you need to reframe this. And so the one thing I would suggest is when you feel like you have to be a beginner again, it's okay. Mm. And just accept that everyone's a beginner at some stage. You're probably never gone back to zero. You're probably going back to like 20 or 30, but it's okay to reframe the situation to say, this is where I am right now. My Achilles was a really great um, example of that because I couldn't run and I even couldn't walk very much, but I was like, okay, this is when my swimming gets really good. This go. is when I can go on the roar or something. And so just my my advice for the reset is that don't consider it to be a failure. Consider it to be an opportunity and just reframe it so that you always get that win, right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank mm-hmm. you for your time, Amanda. Keep on slaying out there, Queen. Thank you. Thanks. It's so love nice it. we got to connect and yes. um, with, with the crazy Elizabeth. <laughs> yes, yes. And even with um, my menopausal brain and not figuring out time zones. So thank you for your. Yeah, I know. Always <laughs> funny. Thank you so much, Heather. Take All care. All right, love. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us, everybody. And we will see you next time on the Badass Reset Club. Well, there you have it. One step closer to feeling strong, confident, and inspired to take care of you again. And you know what's even more badass? sharing this with a gal pal that might need a little fist pump in her life. If you got some inspo from this episode, I'd be honored if you took a screenshot for your social and tagged me at coach Heather Yancey so I can send you a personal thank you. And please know that if you could take a minute to rate and review the show, it helps get this podcast to more people. And that's super badass. And finally, if you haven't joined the Badass Reset Club on Facebook, what are you waiting for? I'll see you over there and go get them.